Welcome to Pop Yak. I'm TJ. Let's talk about Spy X Family. How do we pronounce this? How do we say this show's name? Spy X Family? Spy Cross Family? Spy Family? I think it's Spy Cross Family is how I'm going to start saying it. The OP is fantastic. The music slaps. It's perfect, dark, gritty jazz. And then you have that the animation itself is like this colorful Dick Tracy art. And then it goes to this French children's book art for uh, the little girl. It's so good. It's going to be another one that I don't skip for sure. I usually don't skip OPs, but this one is absolutely not getting skipped. If I see my husband reaching for the fucking skip button, he's going to get stern talking too. (laughs) But who am I kidding? He also enjoyed it. This episode's mission is to find a wife. I like that each episode has missions because of spy ship, but also because it it lets you know something's going to get done this episode. Something's going to, you're not wasting your time watching an episode. And I feel like that sometimes watching anime and a filler episode pops on and it's like, yo, I just wasted 30 minutes of my life. Where here, when when you say mission, secure a wife, you're like, he's going to secure a wife in this episode. Shit's going to happen in this episode and we're going to get something done. There's a little trick to getting serotonin that is achieve a small thing anything just achieve something during the day and that could be take a shower moisturize take out the trash little victories some people use checklists to physically check it off a list or cross it out and go that's over with i have a little victory mission complete and you get that little hit of serotonin this that's what this episode titles do for me like mission secure a wife and then he does I'm like, oh, serotonin. We went through this adventure together, and together we secured a wife. We meet uh, Lady, the Lady of Thorns. I think it's Lady of Thorns or Lady Thorn. She is an assassin who has an everyday... She has a day job at City Hall, which is a great place to be if you're an assassin. I love the way this show has them in Forger and her interact. It was funny that they were like, oh, you're in your 20s and you're, you're single? That's suspicious. That's hilarious. Um, it reminds me of a post I saw on Twitter where like a kid was where somebody I'm assuming they were trolling because it was too funny the responses were like I now want to talk to elderly Pokemon fans over 30 and that's how this felt as well like you're in your 20s and you're single what the fuck that's so weird there's active spy hunts where like you can tell somebody oh this my neighbor's a spy it's kind of like in the during the Red Scare, when you can just kind of say, if, you, if, if you're if you Timmy Turner's dad, you could say that Dingleberg's a communist, and then the FBI shows up and takes him away. It's like that, but only with spies. There's like this, probably like a spy task force that's like, look, spying is huge right now. You don't know who's reporting back to the Kremlin. Um, She's a, she's kind of aloof until it's time to work, and then her, like, her whole demeanor changes, and she goes, and she murders a bunch of people, she Macbeths at one point, which I'm, which I was really, like, nice work, like, she's washing her hands, and she's saying how it won't come out, or I think she's washing her utensils when she says that, which are these fucking thorns, these big-ass fucking, they look like sharp sewing needles that will just fuck up your whole day, and, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, by the way, because my mem- I've had a few concussions and my memory likes to play tricks on me. So if it's not giant sewing needles and I'm misremembering it, just just correct me. Like, hey, actually, it was she walked around with some kukri instead. <laughs> she she walked around with a curved sword. And you're just misremembering. That's probably why she her name is Lady Thorn. So I'm assuming that I'm right about that. <laughs> oh, what a good thing for somebody with brain damage like me to do podcasting. It makes for an interesting podcast. That's for sure. At least I hope it does. She walks into the tailor where they're going to go get the little girl some some tailored clothes. And Forger is like, she snuck up on me. And he has a dossier of like every woman in town because he needs a wife so bad. And dressing up the informant 
didn't do it. <laughs> he makes an ugly woman. So he's like, I need a better wife. And plus, he's going to have to play this up. So it's better for him if it's somebody he actually has feelings for so that his spying looks more authentic. Because I'm sure Forger can totally play up the fact that he's married to his uh, informant. But the informant is not a spy. He's not trained to, like, act like a wife. Also, he's not trained to act like he's in love with Forger. So that's right out the window. That's right out. And the kid finds out through her telepathy, Daddy likes this lady. I need a mama so bad. That was great. Every time this little girl tries to help, she does her best. And I appreciate her for it. So the two of them meet up. She's like, hey, can you pretend to be my boyfriend for this party? And he's like, sure. He's like, this is how I can get in. Because she told her brother that she has a significant other. And if because she's worried about being red scared if she doesn't show up with a significant other. So she lies and says she has a boyfriend. And her brother gets hype and goes, oh, I'm going to tell my friend that's going to be at the party to, to look out for this dude. Because I want to know all about him. And she's like, shit, now I'm in it now. What to do? And she runs into this guy. Can you pretend to be my boyfriend for this thing? And he's like, hell yeah. The night of the party, there's a smuggling ring that Forger has to take down during the date. So when he stands her up, I got really, like, upset. I was like, no, please get there on time. Like, I understood that he had something to do. But I felt really bad that she got stood up, sort of. I mean, he has to work. And he got he got there right after they kind of ridiculed her. The one catty bitch at her office is really awful she's like trying to like ruin her dress and probably burn her with this hot ass paella i mean it looked like paella and then she she's like oh i'm gonna tell everybody that you know you don't got anybody she's just the worst and forger shows up in the moment covered in his own blood and he's just like oh yeah i'm a psychiatrist and sometimes i get attacked by my patients (laughs) his psychiatrist thing holds firm when the assassin goes out there and sees him getting attacked by people, she, she's like, what, what is going on? And he's like, oh, it's a new brand of therapy, beating the shit out of my patients. Honestly, sometimes you want to get up in their shit with a couple punches, <laughs> but this is, this is the opposite. This is the, the doctor who's like, I'm going to knock some sense into your dumb ass. <laughs> Imagine going to therapy and the first thing the doctor does is go square up. You're like, you sit down and you go, well, I think my mom really had a, a played a hand in my upbringing and make, shaping me to be kind of a nervous wreck. Get up right now. Put on these gloves. I'm going to beat your ass. It was pretty fucking great. He, told, he took a ring so he can be like, okay, I need you to pretend to be my wife. And then he does the ro- most romantic shit. He takes a, the pin of a grenade and uses that to propose to her. You know, only for pretend, of course, for pretend. This is the the fan fiction trope of we're pretending to be in a relationship and it becomes a real relationship. Love it, love it, love it. The grenade ring thing was so fucking badass. And my husband was like, damn, I should have did that. <laughs> and I was like, damn, you, you should have. That would have been some next level shit. Throw a grenade, get, put the pin on my finger. Oh my God. I have the vapors just thinking about it. So I thought that this was originally when I first saw the preview for it, I thought this was going to be an assassin gets hooked up with a spy from his agency and they have to work together. No, this looks like they have secret lives from each other even, which is interesting. And the only person that knows the truth is this adorable little pink baby who we didn't get a lot of in this episode, but this was more about getting these two together. Uh, We probably get adorable pink baby in the next episode, which is already out. Holy shit. I had to do this one rather quickly. 
I think Spy X Family is anime of the season, for sure. Like, watching the second episode, I'm here. I'm here for it. The third episode is where you're supposed to be like, I'm going to be my most discerning and judgmental to make sure to see if I'm going to follow this anime. So far, every episode they give us a title and they fulfill that promise. <laughs> I don't feel like my time is wasted watching it. I have a great time. I have some laughs. And the visuals are just on point. Can we talk about how cute Forager is? I just love this show. And it's only episode two. I can't wait to get more of it. So I'm going to go watch episode three. Thanks for watching TV with me.